Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. What is up? Welcome to episode 194. Thanks so much for listening. It means so much to me. If I brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. Let me know what you want to hear more of and please be sure to share the podcast. I'm truly grateful for your support. Thank you. You can learn all the skills in the world, math, business, writing, But the right mindset will always trump them all. It's the great unlock to all other skills. Success and happiness come down to one single component, and that's mindset. In order to achieve our goals in life, our mindset needs to match those aspirations. And this is exactly what I pack into my free weekly newsletter. As a free subscriber, you receive the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter once per week, where I break down step-by-step processes to master your mindset and practical growth tips. If you haven't subscribed, but you enjoy the content I drop on this podcast, then you're missing out. Click the link in the show notes to subscribe for free to the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter. Some additional exciting news. This month, I am launching my new website, scottmlynch.com. I wanted to create one central hub where each of you could easily navigate my offerings, especially given that I now offer multiple ways to refine your mindset. We've put a lot of work into this, and I can't wait to share it with each of you. It's gone through a major visual overhaul and we've added some exciting features. You'll be able to book one-on-one sessions directly through the website, sign up for my free weekly newsletter, explore some motivational merch that'll be launching, and the most exciting part that I've been quietly keeping under wraps, I'll be launching a course this year and you'll be able to access this through my website as well. More details to come. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. 
Don't wait for someone else to offer you the love you want and deserve. It's easy to focus on our faults. Everyone can dwell on their insecurities instead of the things about themselves that they are happy with and enjoy. When we focus on self-love rather than trying to get others to love us, we build our self-esteem. We break codependent patterns. This allows us to form healthier and happier relationships with ourselves and others. It allows us to believe in ourselves when we feel like the world is telling us otherwise. So how do we start loving ourselves? What are some specific actions that we can take to give ourselves the love we deserve? Number one, create words of affirmation. Just as the words we share out loud have consequences, so do the words that we tell ourselves. The average person knows around 40,000 words. And for a majority of those words, we attach some sort of emotion to them. That means the words we repeat to ourselves have lasting impact. Our body picks up on our thoughts and how we treat ourselves. The more we introduce the right words and reinforce those words, the more integrity and trust we gain with ourselves. And the opposite holds true when we introduce negative words or negative thoughts. We start to doubt ourselves. We start to feel bad for ourselves. We start to distrust ourselves. The idea is that we start to create a barrier to protect ourselves from those negative words, those negative thoughts. And we can create this thick barrier by creating daily affirmations. And these daily affirmations start to drown out those negative thoughts. They allow us to build ourselves up by simply being kind to ourselves, by believing in ourselves and acknowledging those daily beliefs. The most powerful words that we can use to change our reality are the words, I am. I'm doing my best. I'm proud of myself. I love myself. I've got this. I'm confident. I'm strong. I'm growing each day. So what is the power behind those two words? I am. I am brings us authentic power allowing our words to affirm what we already believe to be true, even if we are struggling to experience it. That truth sometimes sits so deep down, covered in layers of doubt casted by others, covered in layers of doubt casted by society. By using those two words, I am, we develop our shovel, This shovel starts to become the tool to prospect our precious minerals, confidence, and self-love. This reinforcement can be accomplished by simply writing down those affirmations daily. And it only takes a few minutes each day. Take five minutes in the morning to write them down. Take a few minutes out of your dinner to share these affirmations with your significant other or repeat them out loud to yourself. The idea is to build a habit around this. If we can consistently take action on this habit, 
we can start to reinforce our words, our trust in ourselves, and eventually we start loving ourselves more. Number two, spend quality time alone. It's healthy to spend time alone. Stop letting people make you feel selfish for putting yourself first. This behavior that you witness when others make comments like this, it's their needs being put first. It's their happiness being put first. So it's not unreasonable to do the same thing and put ourselves first. We need to remember we are no good to anyone else if we are no good to ourselves. So when we think about this initial idea of putting others before ourselves, we compromise the one thing, the one thing that makes that all happen, us. If we are in no shape to love ourselves, how do we walk through life loving those around us? So what are some things that we can do to absorb this alone time? Whatever makes you happy. Let me repeat that. Whatever makes you happy. Listen to music while taking a bath. Go for a walk. Watch your favorite film. Read a a good book. Watch the sunrise. Literally anything that sparks your happiness. That's the beauty of getting time to ourselves. There is no external pressure to please our group of friends or our colleagues, or anyone else for that matter. It's what you want in that moment that will deliver the greatest return for you. So what are some of the other benefits of this alone time? Number one, our empathy grows. When we are constantly surrounded by the same people, the same group, we generally grow this idea of us versus them. By spending time away from that environment, we allow ourselves to see things from a different perspective, which means broadening our empathy goggles. Number two, our productivity increases. A lot of the time, our needs get put on the back burner within a group, meaning we normally do what the group finds as best for a majority of that group, which means sometimes compromising what we specifically want. It also means less distractions. We've all been in plenty of situations where the room needs our attention or we get pulled in 90 different directions. This alone time means it's just us and just our direction. Number three, bursts of creativity. When we are alone with our thoughts, we can create some amazing things and give birth to some creative ideas. And lastly, number four, we build mental strength. We put ourselves in a position to rely on just ourselves, our own thoughts, our own strength. It means we remove the safety net of society or a group holding us up or leaning on them for that guidance, which ultimately leads to greater independent strength and mental strength. Number three, act in a way that feels of service. Get up and give yourself what you need when you need it. You are the most important person in your life, even though it's sometimes easy to forget or to prioritize. 
This simply breaks down into taking care of ourselves. Here are some questions that you can ask yourself as you search for these services. What can I do to be of service to myself right now? What can I do to be of service to my future self? What tasks have I been putting off? What tasks do I need to do that will help me become more productive? What jobs am I aware of that will provide me with pleasure once they are completed? These services, they serve us. They center around us. Some of those services could be doing things that help us feel organized, such as scheduling our week out. It could mean cooking a healthy, delicious dish, cleaning our apartment or house, setting up bills on auto pay, adding to our 401k, hiring someone to do the things we aren't good at, donating our older clothes, making our bed in the morning, meal prepping for the week, getting ahead of next week by addressing tasks early. All of these things allow us to remove controllable barriers and give ourselves a greater chance at success and happiness. Because we are taking those things that we know just tend to compound in life and we address them at that moment. They may feel agonizing, but our future self ends up thanking us. Because with all of the other complexities that come inevitably with life, we decided to take action and remove the ones we could control, giving us the freedom to focus on ourselves, giving ourselves breathing room, and focus on larger, more critical things that may arise. Number four, listen to your needs and emotions. Listen to your body. Give it what it needs. Do the things that makes your body feel good. Do the things that make your mind feel good. We all have emotions, but sometimes we fail to recognize those emotions, to understand what they mean, what they are telling us. Sometimes we have a tendency to run away from them. And by doing so, it takes us away from the learning component. It pushes us to judge ourselves, to turn to escapism. Our emotions, they're informational, but they are only informational if we allow them to be. Here's a question you can ask yourself when facing these emotions. What am I thinking or doing that's causing the painful feelings of anxiety, depression, guilt, shame, jealousy, anger, loneliness, or emptiness? And be honest with yourself. This allows us to address the root of the emotion and our reactions. It takes us on a journey to work through those feelings and emotions. Sometimes we are so quick to run in the opposite direction because they are painful, because they bring bad memories, because they expose what we think is a weakness. But just like a good workout, the muscle starts growing after enduring this pain. This process allows us to have a larger conversation with ourselves. These conversations invite us to know ourselves better. It allows us to love ourselves more because we're taking the time to connect, 
to connect with ourselves on a more intimate level, rather than running away in the opposite direction. Here's something many of us can relate to. You're probably harder on yourself than anyone else. When we allow those things to attach to us like magnets, over time, they start to weigh us down. They drag behind us, leaving us to feel heavier and putting us in a position where our forward momentum, our forward movement drags with little efficiency, meaning a sense of hesitation exists around almost every corner because we doubt ourselves due to our past, the things we did or didn't do. And here's the most dangerous part of all of this. Whatever that thing was, whatever misstep we took in the past, it already occurred. We went through the experience and hopefully we learned from it. The longer we sit with that thing and allow it to marinate, the more time and energy it keeps stealing from us, the more time it shaves off of our clock. We need to learn to embrace our mistakes, embrace their lessons. Hell, embrace the fact that you are a damn human. We all make mistakes. It is not a good reason to be so hard on ourselves. You've got to do something wrong before you can do it right. And I'll give you an example. In order for a Tesla vehicle to navigate the roadway, its software had to be put in many, many situations where it had to make decisions. And ultimately, those decisions probably didn't go as initially planned. But those decisions allowed it to learn and calculate an approach that was much more effective the next time around. This is the very concept of life. To live, we must learn. We need to make mistakes. Throughout our, our life, we are merely taking swings at the net. When we take those swings, many of them miss, and some come close. But through this process, we learn to adjust our swing, adjust the speed, adjust our angle. A hockey player never stands there and tosses their hands up after a missed shot. They go back for another attempt. If they sat in front of the net, agonizing over the missed shot, one, the timer would eventually run down, but most importantly, they'd be missing those moments to try again. Our imperfections are what makes us unique, one of a kind. Many of us are looking back and beating ourselves up over these mistakes with the information we now have. That is just cruel. It's unfair. Because today we have more knowledge than we did yesterday, which makes it really really unfair to judge the past you with the information that you now have today. Just remember this. When we know better, we do better. Number five, gift yourself the gifts that give. Yeah, a bit of a tongue twister. Now, there's an important distinction here. Impulsive shopping may be rewarding for 
a short period of time, but mindful shopping can lead us to purchasing gifts that keep on giving. So to understand this distinction, we can ask ourselves the following questions. What do I want versus what do I need? Am I buying myself something from a place of love or a place of fear? Is this gift to distract me from poor behavior or bad choices I've been making? These questions allow us to make that clear distinction between impulse and reward. So what are some examples of those reward gifts? Invest in yourself. Maybe that means purchasing a course on cooking, purchasing a new set of pans to complement that course, purchasing a book on something you're curious about, purchasing a trip away for a long weekend. I like to gift myself more knowledge. My number two money rule is this. Never question spending money on health, books, and good food. That means when I look to gift myself those gifts that keep giving, I look towards books to increase my knowledge, good food that's good for my body, and healthy choices such as researching ice baths and investing in one. These things drive happiness at the moment of purchase. But more importantly, they allow happiness in perpetuity. But this certainly can be different for each person. So be thoughtful and remember, as long as you're gifting yourself the gifts that give, you're giving yourself long-term love. It's okay to treat ourselves, to prioritize ourselves, to do something nice for ourselves. We are so tethered to this idea of us last, but that cannot be the case all the time. It is not sustainable, nor is it healthy. Give yourself the love it deserves. Start being intentional and actionable about how you love yourself. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into five ways to start loving yourself. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at the motivated underscore mind and on Facebook at the motivated mind podcast. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all and thanks so much for listening. Motivated Mind is a legacy division.